You're listening to the Ultimate Road Trip Podcast, sponsored by the Classic Motor Hub. Hi, I'm James Worley and welcome back to the Ultimate Road Trip Podcast. And before I introduce this week's guest, the last for 2023, I thought I'd touch upon motoring memories particularly from formative years. Is there a moment etched in your mind when you saw a classic, an amazing classic or a supercar for the first time or had a ride in something far removed from your parents' hatchback? I've got a few hazy memories, including my first time watching motorsport, if you can count Citroen 2CVs careering around a disused quarry as motorsport, and even hazier memories of my first time in a Rolls-Royce Silver Shadow. It could have been actually a Bentley T2. Of course, years ago, they were generally just rebadged versions of the same car. Now, my aunt, for some reason, was looking after it for a friend, and uh, we visited uh, my aunt and cousins for the weekend. And I just remember piling into this, to me at the time, vast car, along with my sisters and my cousins. And this was in the 80s when rear seat belts weren't needed. You can probably fit about six children across the, the rear bench seats of a Rolls. And we wafted down to the local village shop in Cheshire, where we all piled out to buy sweets, much to the amusement of the locals. Rob Dickinson was five when he was on holiday with his family, heading south through France towards the Riviera. And a green sports car flashed past them on the autoroute. That's a Porsche 911, said his dad to Rob. And that 911 made an indelible impression on him. So much so that in 2009, he founded one of the most celebrated automotive companies of recent years, Singer Vehicle Design. And I'm delighted to say that this week, Rob joins me for very special episode of the Ultimate Road Trip podcast. The company is named after the legendary Porsche engineer Norbert Singer. But of course, there's a nod to Rob's previous career as the lead vocalist of 90s band Catherine Wheel. Rob completed a degree in automotive design at Coventry University and his working life started out back in his home county of Norfolk, working under designer Peter Stevens at Lotus, the celebrated designer Peter Stevens. But in the battle of his two main loves in life, cars and music obviously music won out and in 1990 he formed Catherine Wheel spending the next 10 years touring the world after the band disbanded in 2000 he embarked on a solo career which ultimately led him to Los Angeles and in 2003 he bought a 1969 911e and he set out building his ideal Porsche 911 changing the car to his specification making various custom mods and it brought the car to the attention of not only car journalists in that bit of Southern California but people on the streets and they'd make offers to buy his car now he saw a business opportunity and so in 2009 started Singer Vehicle Design which reimagines early 90s 964 air-cooled cars into the style of the classic road racing 911s of the 70s with the most incredible attention to detail and performance optimizing the car into the best it can possibly be and if you've ever seen one in the metal you'll know exactly what i mean they really are stunning things the company has grown and grown with a relatively recent move into a new 10,000 square meter headquarters they started operations in the uk and there's been the launch of singer timepieces Now, like many people, I first became aware of the company after seeing the Chris Harris on Cars episode from back in 2013, when Rob took Chris on a tour of the Singer workshop. And I remember also talking to car journalists and ex-Top Gear and Fifth Gear uh, presenter Tom Ford. He was at the first London Classic Car Show back in 2015, who said to me that that car, the Singer, would be his ideal vehicle for a road trip. But what about Rob himself? As you'll hear in the episode, the road trip is intrinsic to the DNA of Singer. So I'd already surmised the car he'd be taking. But the destination in tune was a journey and an artist obviously very special to him. Now, 2023 marked the 60th year of the first unveiling of the 911 at the Frankfurt Motor Show on September the 12th, 1963. So I thought this really fascinating chat with Rob was perfect for the final episode of the Ultimate Road Trip podcast for this year. Thanks so much for following and listening to The Ultimate Road Trip. There'll be more great guests throughout 2024. Can I wish you a very happy new year? And now it's on with the episode. And Rob's here now. Rob Dickinson, welcome to The Ultimate Road Trip podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me, James. Pleasure. I was expecting to be chatting to you with uh, a SoCal background 
you're actually in the UK, aren't you? You brought some Southern Californian weather because it's uh, nearly going to, what's 32 degrees is one of the hottest days of the year. But we're here, both of us here in London. So thanks again for joining me in your time this morning. Now, you've been crisscrossing the ponds, you know, we've been trying to get you on the podcast for a few weeks now. Uh, and I just understand you're back from Le Mans. You've just had a, a visit down to La Sarthe. Is it a pilgrimage or was it your first visit down there? It was it was it was my it was my second visit actually. I I I, I went in 1996, uh, which was pretty awesome. That was the year that the uh, of the of the flying Mercedes, if you remember. Oh yes, Mark Webber and and uh, the Mercedes taking off. Um, and this was my second trip, so um, uh, it was uh, it was terrific. It was uh, it was a pilgrimage to some of the places that I didn't go to before. We went we stayed we we, we visited the Hotel de France, um, right. which was the that fabulous um, hotel where the where the, the Ford and the Aston Martin and the Porsche teams used to camp out back in the fifties and sixties and use it as a base. And um, that's owned now by a British guy called Martin Overington, who we had a had a great chat with, who's um, who basically saved the place to, to 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 be honest from from bankruptcy a few a few years ago and has now turned it into this mecca for. It is for car it? nuts for car nuts like us. I'm sure you, I'm sure you're aware of it, and I, yeah. I've never been. Uh, I was with my friend Dickie Mead, and oh right, and yeah. um, and, uh, and uh, we had a great time. And we 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 were we were hosted by the the Jota team. David Clark, who's a great friend of of mine and, and of singers, he hosted us uh, at the race, and of course Jota did brilliantly, uh, which was which was it was wonderful to be deeply inserted into the zeitgeist of, of, a, of a winning team at Le Mans. It was wonderful and uh, it was, it was just very, terrific. Yeah. I'm very jealous. I've never been. Uh, I'd, I'll, go, I'll go one day. But of course, Le Mans has a bit of a history when it comes to the Porsche winning years, which obviously was down to the person you named your company after, Norbert Singer. He was, uh, wasn't, I think he was involved in the Porsche team and when they were winning between what, in the 70s and 80s, was it? Uh, on and off. In the 80s, and, yeah. In the 80s. He, he, so. was, he, he, was, he was the king of the turbo era. And um, yeah, I mean, it's hallowed ground, isn't it, uh, for <laughs> Porsche? And, um, and of course, they're returning next year, which couldn't be more exciting. I got uh, I got a chance to, to see the new car. Um, oh, brilliant. Uh, at uh, at the, the Porsche had on display there, uh, the, uh, you know, a, a full size model of the of the race car for next year, the LMDH car. And, yeah. Um, yeah, just just super. What a year next year is going to be. Well, it's exactly. amazing. You know, it's it's pro, you know back back to back to the old the old guard sparring with each other. It's, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be pretty epic. Back to the old days, exactly. Well. I've mentioned Singer, of course. You're on here for the ultimate road trip, which is, you know, when you think about the detail which your company is involved with in terms of cars and now watches, of course, with your reimagined watches series. But with the cars, with the uh, the reimagined by Singer cars, which obviously, you know, the detail is amazing. So my podcast, five questions. It's a pretty small beer, I always think. But I, I'm going to expand on the questions as we go through. But um, uh, you were a singer. I mean, you, you've said that it's named after Norbert Singer, the, the singer vehicle design, but uh, you were obviously the lead singer with Catherine Wheel, formed in 1990. So music as well as cars and uh, and road trips uh, are very important to you as well. I mean, I, was, uh, I remember seeing a quote, a road trip is central to the DNA of, of singer. That's what they're there for. Is they're great cars for the track, but you can drive them every day. Uh, and so that's why I thought, It'd be great to have you on the uh, the Ultimate Road Trip podcast, but let's talk about the car that you're going to choose for the road trip. Now, as I say to everybody, it's, it might be your all-time favourite car. It could be one of your current models, but if you had to think of a car for your Ultimate Road Trip, what is it? The make, the model, and the colour. It's a Porsche 911 Turbo um, <laughs> that's uh, that, that's uh, that, that's done by us. That's what it would be, uh, James. It's uh, we're, we're about. Uh, you know, I'm sitting here in London preparing, uh, and our team's preparing to show our, our turbo study at yep. the Festival of Speed uh, next week. Looking forward and, to it. And um, and the whole the whole ethos around celebrating Porsche's 930 Turbo um, is of grand touring. Um, you know, Porsche launched the turbo in 1975 as their luxury top of the range 
Grand Tourer. It was their yeah. it was their entrance into the Supercar League. It, it had no it had no um, uh, pretense to be a track car or anything else. It was just a high speed luxury Grand Touring car, um, extremely fast, very refined, very luxurious, and that's exactly what we have. You know, that's exactly what we're, we're the, the launching point for our um, celebration of, of Porsche Porsche's iconic turbo and and our sense of refiltering it through our lens yeah for the 20 for the 21st century and and, uh, and you know with benefits of hindsight and fresh perspectives and fresh materials and and uh all the good stuff but of course quintessentially understanding what the essence is of the of the original car and uh protecting it uh ruthlessly while um while turning up the volume, if, if if we can, and all the good things, and trying to edit edit out some of the the things that perhaps weren't so great, so it's a no brainer. The car that I would take would be one of our um, uh, freshly minted turbo study cars. Um, what probably in wolf, probably in wolf blue, which is the right. which is the color we're showing it in. Um, right. and it would be in full luck spec with with just. Um, we just announced actually yesterday, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the way cars can be uh, specified, the, the, new, the new turbo cars can be specified, and they can be specified in quite a grand touring, luxurious way, which is how I would spec my car, or they can be specced in, a, in quite a sporting fashion with a with a um, with five hundred and ten horsepower engine, right. which of course I would have I would have in of, my of my of car, uh, but my car would be fully specced for luxury. Um, uh, sunroof, the, the epic seats that I think we've come up with. I'd be using the luggage that we've designed for the car. Oh right, and um, and um, it would be it would be a little little fantasy of a of a, of a road trip. Because that's it. Did you say the, the devil is in the detail? And one of your taglines is everything is important. And so when it comes to the the accessories and and what you can how you can specify your cars. I mean, just the details which I've kind of gleaned from various articles i've read from your the original weave for the the dashboard was was basket weave and you've redone it in leather and uh it reminds me in a way i've interviewed for the podcast professor gordon murray who obviously designed the mclaren f1 and the way that he was so specific about the detail you know he went to aeronautical engineers for parts of the car as did you i understand you know when it comes to the lightness you you got involved a, a company who was involved with uh kissing out private planes and obviously lightness is important with planes so um well yeah know. yes and and, and we you know we've, we've been we've been working for we worked for four years with williams advanced engineering a formula yep. a formula one team on our dls dls uh, yeah. program the, the dynamic light weighting study which is all about light weighting and optimal you know how 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 optimized can a classic 911 be for for weight and for dynamism and for performance and everything else, and that's what that's it, it was that neurotic, uh, uh, you know, chasing of of of, of excellence in a, in a lightweight with a lightweight philosophy that drove the, the DLS study, which was of course a big learning experience for us. Um, but it, it, yes, we, we are we are known for the deep for the details, but um, uh, and I guess we are detail orientated. But but I do like to think that it sits in a in a in a, in a well judged understanding of our subject matter which which uh, you know it's a car so it's all about details isn't it and, and, you know the details make up the whole but I, th I think I think uh, I, I think I think we've managed when I mean, I've been immersed in the Porsche community both in England and uh, and in of course in, in California now for you know nigh on 35 years and and yeah. um, they're certainly more knowledgeable people than me about the uh, on the Porsche 911, but but I do have some perspectives and I do have some opinions about it, yeah. um, which I think have been gleaned both through my own um, design ability or or, or or creative bent, if you were, uh, perhaps putting it that way, but also hanging out with the right people. Yeah, I've been I've been blessed with being able to hang out with with people who are who have very big understanding of why the 9-11 is important and um and uh 
and 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 for uh, you know with that with that combined knowledge we've we've got into this reimagination of this of this 911 which is which is what we've been doing for 12 years i think with a with a massive appreciation for 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 the original subject matter um yeah. and 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 a genuine sincere attempt to celebrate that rather than create something of our own we're not we're not we're not uh, you know people that have perhaps dare I say copied us or 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 uh, who are a bit inspired by us I think that there's a sense that they're trying to put their stamp on things uh, it was never the it was never the it was never the it was never the the goal to put our stamp on the 911 I sure. I do say that most sincerely it was our it was my attempt to present the best version possible and yeah who am i you know who, who am i arrogant enough to say that i can but sure, sure enough i was 12 years ago you know having all the knowledge and the and the uh ideas that i had to present something which was some some attempt at an idealized optimized air-cooled portion 911 which 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 uh, presented those wonderful facets of the car in a in a, in a way which I had faith that we would all love. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, obviously to, many mm-hmm. por- obviously, to, obviously to many Porsche enthusiasts, you know, modifying a, a Porsche is, is, um, is sacrilege, but uh, I, I don't believe that, as you can, as you can no, imagine. The, the I, way you do I, it, I it's, it's, it's honouring it. It's it's kind of, you know, putting it on a, on a dais. It's, you know, saying this is, as you've said, it's the most complete car probably that's, that has ever been. You know, in terms no, of no, I've, no, what I've said, James, it's the most important sports car in the world. That's and, it. And I and I and I and I and I go back and I will I'll argue with anybody every day, any day of the week on that, because it is so widely adored, it is so practical, it can be the only car you need, and of course, unlike any other car on the planet, it has won every freaking race, yeah, in the world. And it has benefited that for people like us who like to drive our cars predominantly on the road. And it is, and it has um, been the cause of million, literally millions of car enthusiasts' passion for the motor car yeah. and driving it and the, and the tactile delight that you get from driving a, a, a proper machine that's yeah. been built properly with proper standards that are probably unnecessary for the road we drive around in cars these days that are purely built down to being just good enough to get the job done Porsche 911s were built good enough to do Le Mans I mean you could literally buy a 911s in 1972 and if you wanted to put put stickers on it and drive it and it would it would it would do the race and you can do that with a model gt3 as well yeah. and so this 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 makes porsche uh so special it makes the 911 so special um it endears the car to millions of us and i was i was infatuated uh, from your time by this from 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 the age of five i was fascinated yeah. I, I was fascinated and obsessed with it my, uh, and it goes to the subject matter that we're talking about which is road trips it was after it was my my parents took us on our first road trip to the south of France in July 1970. I was five years old, and it was the it was the first journey, it was the first summer holiday of 15 that we you know religiously went. At the you know we break up for school around about the end of July, and then we'd jump in whatever car we had, and we'd drive down to the Riviera with my folks. Often pulling a t- caravan, often with tents on the roof, and it was there was. Uh, and 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 my formative years were driving through France in the 1970s and the 1980s. I mean, imagine what I saw. Imagine the cities that we went through, and, and you know, and imagine the, the range the cars of cars, that, yeah. uh, the range of cars, that, and imagine the glamour. Although it wasn't very glamorous in a VW Beetle, but I, I looked upon the glamour of others. In the on the Riviera and in, in towns like Dijon and Rouen and uh, and and uh, going down to Cannes and Nice and uh, yeah. and Provence and it's Ixon a special Provence place. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just it's just bonkers and that and that for me sealed this um, this this bond between the car and the road trip and the grand road trip 
um, and that's uh, it, it just as you as you can tell it just bakes in so well with our celebration of the turbo because of that, that's exactly what the turbo was meant to do in 1975 and it's exactly what our car is meant to do in uh, here in 2022 which is cross continent in style yeah. um, and uh, and comfort and speed and to 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 have grand adventures and uh, I had you know, my, my my father died recently, and I've been writing his eulogy for his funeral next week. Um, oh, sorry which to hear. Is, which, oh, well, thank you. He, it was his time to go, so so we're 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 going to give him a, a good send off. But in it, it, you know, it was it was him. We we it was him that inspired us to to do these trips, and uh, you know, the music that we listened to. Um, which perhaps perhaps you can ask me a question about that <laughs> in a minute. Which um, which I could uh, all you know all all this fantastic um, experience from a, as a as a as a as a an impressionable young or part of your makeup. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was the same. We we had trips to the south of France. My dad was a big Alpha fan, and uh, yeah, you're right. It's just indelibly um, imprinted on your mind. But you ended up in the. You went to South of France. You've ended up living in a place very similar in Southern California, I, I would say. Um, yes, I'm chasing. I've been chasing the sun and the optimism ever well, since. So, why not? Uh, which, which is something I got off my mother, who, who was a sun worshiper, and uh, you know, uh, yeah. putting yourself in some sunshine is always a good, always a good start for Indeed. for ideas. So, uh, yeah. The 930 study you've chosen for the road trip, I just want to quickly talk about the original car was the brown bomber that you uh, developed um, when you moved to, to, to Los Angeles in 2005. Um, and as I said in the uh, in the intro piece, you know, you wouldn't sell it. And you all had all these people you were involved with, directors and actors and producers. And so you thought, right, well, let's build one. And it was, was it the first orange, the first car was the orange car. Can I, can I just... If that's correct, I am right in thinking it was the orange car that was your first for singer vehicle design after yep, the brown bonnet. Correct. Yep. Was that? And I've noticed that your first uh, album uh, with uh, Catherine Wheel, sorry, it was Ferment. It's all very orange. Did did your love of orange was that anything to do with the cover of the first album I, and the video? I've only just seen the video, which is on a because I couldn't see it on YouTube. But I found it somewhere else. And again, it's all it's all orangey. Is that is this is that part of your makeup as well? I, I guess it. I guess it must be. Of course, I wasn't thinking about that at the time. No, yeah, this I is mean, me thinking I, laterally. I, I thought. I thought. I thought you were going to say that my. I've only made one record on my own without the band, which is called Fresh Wine for the Horses. And I, I managed to get my brown bomber, the 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 the, the my own nine eleven on, on the on the album cover. <laughs> it's it's actually in the background as I'm as I'm I, tipping seahorses sea horses <laughs> into the sea, and I got it actually into the music. I, we we recorded it. And there's there's a an interlude between songs where we. Um, where we put the sound of the of, of the engine oh, on, on the record, but um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, c colors, you know, those safety colors that Porsche Porsche called them in the in the nineteen seventies, signal yeah. green, uh, signal orange, uh, signal yellow. Um, these were again iconic colors. I mean, imagine seeing those colors in nineteen seventy two or seventy three yeah. on the Riviera in a in a, in a, a little ninety long hood nine eleven Targo. I mean, it's just it's just so evocative and um you know we've had a lot of fun playing with colors for our cars for our clients um you know we 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 celebrate the porsche original palette but um some, we've dreamt up some really yes. really groovy cool cool colors of our own which i think um you know we i i, I sat with my uh for you know, for six months, just mixing colours for the cars, we we made seventy five new colours for, <laughs> for, for for the for the Sia cars, and 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 what's so wonderful is that um, many of our clients have, have chosen them. Of course, yeah. they can choose any colour they like, but um, they've chosen some of these wonderful colours. And I think um, I like to think we've had a bit of an influence on uh, on on the zeitgeist of, of, of paint colours, car paint colours, in the last ten years. I know. Um, I was talking to Murray Callum, who used to, who was recently retired design creative director at Ford. Yeah, and he said he used to walk past his uh, his designers at, uh, at the design department. They'd all, they'd all they'd all they'd all have one of our cars somewhere in their in their <laughs> domain, and, and were and, and the the color the color and trim department were certainly taking some notice of, of our colors. So 
So it's just fantastic, isn't it? That 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 um, we all think the same way. That, yeah. that that was my bravery when I came up with Singer. It was like I, I you know, there's nothing, there's nothing revolutionary about this at all. It's just, it's just uh, me having the, the 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 I don't know the stupidity to stick my neck out and say what is could this be considered the the finest echo of 9-11 in the world for, for these reasons and and, uh, and and are we all prepared to accept the, the great things about the 9-11 and getting rid of some of the stuff that's not so good and of course we're all on the same page and it's yeah. um and i think that's why we've had you know a little bit of success and and we've managed to endure in a in, a, in an industry which is a, which is can be quite cruel to companies like us but um but yeah, and, and of course we're here because of our amazing clients who, who, who have trusted us to, to with a huge amount of money to you know to 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 build them a very special car with with some love and yeah. some and some, and some I, don't know, I hate to say it but some sincerity and all that stuff that oh, well, sounds a bit che- it sounds no, a bit cheesy but but it, but it's um, that's it's exactly what it because, is yeah. yeah yeah absolutely so second question is why that particular car and I don't have to. We don't, we've already answered that because of course you know 911s you you started having seen it on the auto route in france and then you owned a couple of 911s before you went to uh to california i, I saw that you had a ford and peugeot hatchbacks and you went to 911s then three five you had a three five six uh but 911s obviously is the it's the the car that you've developed to the very best that can possibly be so and it's specifically the the turbo study. So we're going to come to question three, which is the destination. And as you said about road trips, uh, part of Singer is an emotional understanding of the appeal of the road trip and the appeal of driving through these places, incredible places like Tuscany Riviera, uh, in a fantastic piece of machinery. So you've done a lot of traveling with the band before you started Singer vehicle design. So it's, again, tricky because, you know, different cars suit different destinations i mean I must quickly tell you that when i about two years ago when i started the podcast i i started my own little uh, ideas of road trips that i put on instagram and i thought well i'll have to take a singer with chris harris to great yarmouth that's where you're from i think yeah, it yeah. is where i'm from well, i was born in norwich but i, I grew up in a, an even smaller town next to great yarmouth called on sea oh yeah and some great roads out of london and then onto the acle Strait. and you can you know where would you be taking the uh, the turbo study singer well i'll be for me i mean it's the, the, the destination of course is important but it's not the destination it's the journey, it's the journey isn't it yeah the, the, it's important so so the journey would have to be i mean i'm all for exploring and i love going to places i haven't been before but there's something wonderful about going back to the places that you've been to before uh, because you you know what to expect a little bit and you know how wonderful it is and um i'm I'm, you know i'm a big believer in in trying to do it all but uh, so i i would my my journey would be to very very familiar ground james I'd, i'd drive the car from the Lancaster, the Royal Lancaster Hotel in London, right, um, which is where I'm at right now. Which, um, if you look at the film The Italian Job, it's the it's the car that Michael Caine drives out in his uh, DB4 uh, Volante right. in 1966, I think, or 64. It's a brilliant hotel and uh, always been part of that romance of where a journey would begin. And um, we, I'd be with my wife, which is, um, which is uh, yeah, probably another que- a question I've answered too early. And that's um, fine. And, that's I, fine. and we would, and we, we would drive down to Riviera, and we would go through Le Mans. We'd go through the Loire Valley. Uh, we'd stay at the Hotel de France, um, just outside Le Mans, and then we'd go down to Dijon. And we'd stay in Dijon and have um, some. Fabulous, fabulous food. Yes, well, which is what, of course, what we'd be we'd be eating every night in France, um, and then we'd motor on very, very fast down to Cannes and Nice and uh, Grenoble, uh, Grenoble, yes, um, and um, well, actually, not Grenoble. We could go back up there, do some mountain, um, do some mountain we routes. Could, we, could, <laughs> we, we, we maybe we'll try and go go through go through the uh, the Alps as well, but. Um, no, and then we'd uh, take the, um, the roads above Monaco and, the, uh, you know, the, oh, the yeah. uh, Corniche and um, fabulous road that Evo use for their uh, tests down there. What's it called? Um, God, I can't remember. Just brilliant roads down there. Brilliant places to stop 
for an Aperol spritz or a <laughs> cigarette. Not the route, and, Napo uh, not the route Napoleon. You don't think of the route, route Napoleon. Napoleon? There yeah. we go. Yes, absolutely. The route Napoleon. I mean, what a what a way to what a place to do. To drive. Yeah, sounds brilliant. Five hundred horsepower Porsche Porsche Turbo. Come on, so it's, the roof open. <laughs> Your wife. A lot of people pick partners, of course. Why not? Because uh, you know, why wouldn't you? But I just want to name a few people who uh, I wondered whether you'd pick people like. Adam Carolla, I've only just seen the uh, interview he did with you in 2010, really right back at the beginning of the uh, of the of the story, near the beginning of the story. Obviously, yeah. Adam Carolla, I've interviewed him at Goodwood. He has the the old Paul Newman 935 Hawaiian Tropic now, so he's a big Porsche Definitely. fan. Yeah, oh yeah. my god! Yeah, he had that at Goodwood. That. He had a Goodwood a couple of years ago, which is and I'd That's never met him cool. before. Of course, there's Chris Harris. Uh, top Gear. And again, I first got to know about Singer when Chris Harris on Cars did that iconic uh, piece with you in the workshops in 20, what was that, 2012, 2013, maybe, uh, which is a yep. great piece. And then I met Chris at uh, Goodwood in 2015. You obviously, you came to uh, the UK, you showcased for the first time at Goodwood in 2015. And Chris and Marino Franchitti were behind the wheels. Obviously, Marino's done a lot of work with you at Singer, uh, as has Chris. Um, and Tiff Nadell as well, another ultimate road trip uh, interviewee. So you've been involved, you know, so you've had some great people, especially you yeah. in the UK behind singing, singing your praises as, as and Chris obviously is just, he is probably the, the number one fan, I would have thought. I know. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just brilliant, isn't it? And, you know, and, and Chris and um, Tiff and James May at Top Gear and, and um, just, yeah. Just, I mean, I'm living, I'm living a, a dream here, James. Of the, well, you know, the fact that they even talk to me is is like an honour. And but the the fact that they might kind of dig what we've done and and and, uh, and and say a nice word or two about it is just it just blows my mind. And and I, but you know, we knew, we knew that we had to impress these guys um, and build you know build build something that 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 hit the mark um yeah. shall we say but and of course I'd, I'd i'd love to be in a in a in a car i mean you know adam was very very gracious to take us seriously back in 2010 when when you know we we were we were nobodies um and you know jay leno has been enormously yeah. supportive and appreciative of our work which again is just mind-blowing and um yeah i mean it's um it, 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 I have to pinch myself, and I, and and I would uh, I would welcome any of those guys' company uh, driving driving <laughs> down to France. Well, maybe if they drive maybe, back, maybe, maybe, what... maybe my, 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 my wife can hop out at Rouen <laughs> and because uh, she'll have had enough, uh, and uh, and someone else can hop in. But uh, yeah, it would be it would be great. Yeah, well, I just saw actually the car you uh, the Dario Franchitti has. Uh, has uh, you built for that? That looks fabulous. So, uh, and you've got both Frankiezi brothers. Is it the Indy? The Indy Commission? I think it looks uh, yes. very special. Very special. Yes, we're 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 very very proud to 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 to, to show that off, and we thank uh, Dario for being so so generous and allowing us to do that. It's been a beautiful car. He's mm. been waiting far too long for it, and uh, I, and I'm I'm just thankful that he that I think he likes it. It's um it's uh it's it, you know. It, Doing this has not been easy, James. You know, make it making this up. Um, I always thought when we started that we would be a purely a design company, not not a builder of cars. I, that was genuinely not the plan. And when we started to see some reaction to what we were doing, I, it became clear that we we had to do this. There's no one we, else we could give this job to. And, sure. and we've been we've been writing the book ever since, but making lots of mistakes, I, I, but also. Earning, I think, the 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 belief from everyone, from you know some of the people we have just been talking about, but more importantly to our clients, that you know we're in this for the right reasons. Yes, it's a business, but this is clearly there are clearly easier ways to make a living than doing <laughs> this. This is freaking stupid on many many levels, but it's also essential on many levels that, that someone tries to do this. I think, and I think we have the. Uh, when we've taken far too long to, to build someone's car and we're just starting now to fix that after 12 years, we've still, we've still got clients that are waiting far too long for their, for their cars, but they're coming and uh, they're going to be better than anything we've done in the past. And, and that's because we've had chance to, 
to to put some process into our work in the last few years and um and ra- radically rethink how we build these cars in a way which is reliable in terms of how long it takes because that's something we've we've struggled with in in, in the past and um but no we've endured it we've endured it with the patience and humor of some spectacularly lovely people who have ordered these things and um made friends along the way and of course that's what the journey's all about isn't it and that's what these grand 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 trips are all about it's yeah. the relationships and the friends the friendship the results the results from them and and the last 12 years has been a journey for us um it's been incredible it's been absolutely terrifying it's been heartbreaking it's been blood curdling it's been tearful it's been uh, painful but we're here and i think uh, how how easy is building a company that stands for something meant to be um it's not meant to be easy no and it hasn't been easy but here we are here we are on the precipice of i think um, a new era for for the company um and um with 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 the benefit of being able to invest in some needed structure and and needed organization and needed discipline at the company where uh, and, and move into something which is so exciting um and um something that we can now we can now start to, to to do with with a little bit more um focus and and uh and 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 expertise from, yeah. the, from from the people that we've managed to bring on to help us uh guide us with our with our uh, with our production um yeah. and Brilliant. uh improving things improving things on that level so rob amazing journey down to the south of france with your wife in the singer turbo study and we come to question five, the tune, which can be always pretty tricky. As I already gleaned, you were lead singer of Catherine Will. Five studio albums, I think you made. And then, uh, and then you came back, as you said, with your solo album, Fresh Wine for the Horses. Is music something you want to go back to? Or are we going to see the singer, maybe the singer festival, and you can invite all your old music chums down and, and we can uh, it could be a good wood a good wood splash music style show there you go that's that's a that's a fantastic idea james to curate my own uh, uh mini rock festival i'll have to i'll have to think about that <laughs> in the one. california um, sunshine yeah. i don't I, no I, I, i'd do that in, i'd definitely do it in england that's interesting no one would not, none of my heroes would turn up of course I've, it's um it's probably this is probably a fantasy but but no i i i um i still love music um i i i i don't create music at the moment i would like to think that maybe i will again um i'm not very good at doing two things at the same time um so you're pretty busy to be fair at the moment so yeah well, yeah, but you know, I was a, I, it's all I all I did for ten years was write songs and play and sing and record, and then suddenly I don't do it anymore. It's a bit weird. Um, you know, most most people would uh, still be pottering away doing something, I think, but I don't. I never pick up a guitar. I never sing. Um, right. I never feel like writing. Never feel like writing a song. Um, I hope I do though, um, because it was when it goes well. Um, there's nothing like it on earth, but. Um, it doesn't always go well. <laughs> so there's a lot of pain in the middle of it, like much like anything that's that's worthy, right? Well, you had some, you know, it doesn't, five doesn't come easy, doesn't come easily, but five yeah, albums. You know. you know, it was uh, it was a difficult it was a difficult time and uh, for for your genre. I won't say shoegaze. I know it's been uh, or post rock, but it, you know, you were out there with the likes of Ride and My Bloody Valentine and Slow Dive, and obviously you were far more lyrical. But it wasn't an easy time at that, uh, and Britpop was coming. So oh, I don't know. I think I, I think it, I think it was an easy time. I think that's why that's why you have you had um, you have these waves of uh, of of of, of vibe, don't you? Yeah. And, and, and genres, and you know, we we were definitely part of of of, of that gaggle of bands that had a certain. Um, way of doing things that were still guitar, that still wrote their songs largely on guitars. Yeah, um, but had a, but had a different way of um, putting over an, an emotional point with them. Um, while they were still very loud and still very exciting and had a lot of energy that didn't necessarily require the 
machismo posturing of, of rock bands of the past um, and uh, combined with some Pink Floyd uh, appreciation and some an appreciation for, for, for less, sometimes meaning more in, yeah. um, in music. You know, I think we, 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 had a, we had a fantastic time. And we, again, we worked with some amazing people. Very, very, very blessed to have, to have worked with some of the best people in the world of, of the music business um, and some true geniuses. I've, I've, I do feel that I have come close to, geni- to rubbing shoulders with genius. Um, I felt that way when I showed Norbert Singer the, the DLS, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I also felt that way when I entered a recording studio with a guy called Tim Freeze Green. Yes. Um, who was the mastermind behind, behind uh, a band called Talk Talk. Yeah. Um, well, he was one of the masterminds. Um, there's only two masterminds in that band. Uh, for, uh, Mark Hollis, Tim obviously. And, uh, and, and, and Mark Hollis, of before course. Before she lost, um, yeah. Yes. Tragically, um, but yes, it, it's it's so yes. I'm rambling. I would love to want to make music again. But you were a that's, you know you, that's you, that's what I want to do. You studied design at Coventry, and then obviously was it, and then you worked for Lotus, and then you know so it's a full circle. You had your go. You, you had your time in the spotlight with the band, and uh, and did and pretty well. But you know you say that you're not making music, but of course you were covered by Billie Eilish relatively recently weren't you i saw a fabulous rendition of is it the end of the world from your fresh wine for the horses so that must be very satisfying bonkers. you know that you're ticking you're ticking boxes in music still bonkers, bonkers, <laughs> bonkers right. yeah but I, I i i can't get my head around it it's it's, it's amazing um yeah I and mean, i think i think you you go into you go into these things as a youthful 25 year old hoping for immediate um gratification that's that comes to a degree from performing live but but you know a lot of the stuff that we did didn't get heard to the extent that we hoped it would but that was and in hindsight that's that's okay it felt some some of that felt a little bit painful at the time but you realize that I, I look upon look upon it as like hidden treasure it's to be discovered it's not necessarily to be discovered at the point of um creation sometimes absolutely. maybe yeah, absolutely. And, and i think and i and i think although i'm not desperate to sit down and make music at the moment i do think i'm a big believer in what the universe wants and i do think um uh, i'll set foot on a stage with brian Neil and Dave at some point and we'll make music again who are my compadres in the band and I think we were meant to make music again before we all die so um, we will we will do that and I think um, maybe as a result of 25 years 30 years gap and maybe result of everything that that the four of us have done in other parts of our lives uh, there'll be an opportunity to throw some light on this on these songs that we that, that we created that we're extremely proud of yeah. that we just kind of walked away from. I remember we, we, uh, we left, we walked out of the dressing room at Wembley arena, just having open supported the smashing pumpkins wow. on our last show in November, 2000. And we haven't seen each other since. It's amazing. Really, really. <laughs> we just, we just life, switched life gets off. in the life gets in we, the way. So. No, we, just, we, 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 we decided to, this was going to be it, and we pulled our car into a into a layby. We got out, we locked the car, and we all went in our separate directions in a very British kind of. Goodness uh, me. Well, goodbye then, and that's <laughs> that. And and I th- have I think a nice life. Yeah. Back, I think we're going to get back in that car at some point. It's going to be fun, but it's um, you know, put, a, ga- nobody's, a gaggle of singers to the I don't know cr- Hollywood Bowl. Yes. No one's crying out to, to, to see us reform, but I think we will at some point. Uh, just, it will happen. I'll come to the song in a second, but I just wanted to, um, quite a, a nice little uh, detail thought about was John Peel was the person who kind of championed you uh, at the beginning of your Ferment album. And uh, and then Festive 50 featured um, Black Metallic. Black, Me- Black Metallic, Black which Metallic. sounds like a good colour for a, for a singer, but... Um, 
so so you had the uh, the god of, of a DJ to coin a phrase at yes. the time singing your the god- singing your praises. No, I, 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 getting on the John Peel show was was again. It was like Jesus Christ, has that just happened? And we we, we just couldn't believe it. It's one of those. Yeah, it's one of those dreams, isn't it? And, and of course, he was based in he was a Norfolk boy as well. So there was. Yes. I, I remember we we did his session. We went into the BBC studios and made a veil and did our session for it. And we did like a twelve minute version of Black Metallic, which is which was our uh, which is the song which which was probably the band's most important song um, because it, it it did very well in America um, and gave us american record company money to continue to make records yeah yeah uh, because because we'd had some success with that song um but we did it we did this enormously long and it's a it's a it's like a neil young inspired maelstrom of of madness uh, of guitars and we uh, and we were we played the live version because it's the only version we, we knew how to play for for john peel and it went on for like maybe 11 minutes i wow. think and, it, and, it, and he played the whole thing and at the end he said well, he said it was bloody long. He said, but it was bloody worth it. And that was, uh, <laughs> and I, I think, or, or words to that effect. Um, You're not going to get a big so, yeah. thumbs up, yeah. And, and, yeah, really, really. These these little things that we that we did, just just brilliant. But just as a, as a, an NB to that, thinking about John Peel, I don't know whether you know Anglesey Circuit up on Anglesey, as in the track where you know they test a lot of cars and race. Now has Peel Corner. Because oh, really, because John Peel was stationed there when it was an RAF centre, uh, and it's now Anglesey Circuit, and they've named—I'm sure it is named after him—Peel Corner. So maybe uh, you could take us, take a singer up there, and uh, and sort of you know full circle, thinking about uh, Mr. Peel back in the day as well. So uh, anyway, I've, I've digressed, but I just thought that was a nice little um, addendum. The tune then. What's the tune for the road trip, uh, Rob? Well, again, it's 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 a tune that's um, just current and topical for me because it, again, it goes back to the, the the music we listened to on those trips to France with my parents, and it was basically uh, uh, Bob Dylan, Relentless, right. and and maybe Bob Dylan's French compatriots. My my parents were francophiles and adored anything that was French including the music. And so we were introduced to a singer-songwriter called Joe Dassin from France, um, uh, whose 1969 record, Joe Dassin, uh, was much played in the uh, the cars and at home uh, during that period. So I would choose a awesome song called Siffle sur la colline, um, by Joe Dessa, uh, um, which is a real stomper, and that would be uh, on repeat going right. down to the uh, river. I've, I've, I'll, I'll find it out. I, I haven't heard of Joe Dessa, but I'll uh, something on the hills. My, my pigeon French. Siffle sur la colline. Sur la colline. Brilliant. Well, that's. I'll, I'll text it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it out. What's an amazing... It's on his first first album. Okay. Well, I was going to say, actually, you're you're talking about music. You must have been the only musician, singer, who started a car company. Plenty of musicians like their cars, who I've interviewed for the podcast, such as JK, Brian Johnson of ACDC, as we know, and... uh, uh, and uh, Howard from Take That, he likes his RSR Porsches. He's, he's been at Goodwood. So, but you're the only the only musician I can think of who actually started a car company. So um, I, I stand corrected. Obviously, somebody wants to uh, correct me on that. But um, certainly, certainly, it, it's, uh, it's. I'm sure there's a reason for that because it's bloody stupid. <laughs> I love it. And maybe I'm start a trend. Well, why not? Yeah. Um, yeah. What a, a really evocative trip. I mean, thinking of it's going back to the, your your early days when you spotted the nine eleven on the auto route. So it's the the singer turbo study to the French Riviera um, with your wife to uh, Joe Dassin, Siffle sur la Colline, and uh, we're so looking forward to seeing the the next story of singer. We're really looking forward, Rob, to seeing the turbo studies at Goodwood next weekend. Are you going to be there yourself, or are you? Yes, back to absolutely. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm there, and um, we're gonna, we're gonna be there 
or four days. And then we're um, we're going to be driving around the track at Goodwood on Monday with some of our uh, with some of our friends. So we're looking forward to that as well. Rob Dickinson, thanks so much again for your time today, talking about the journey of singer and of course your ultimate road trip. We haven't talked about the watches. I was just on your website earlier, reimagined watches. That's again. When it comes to car owners, it's all about the car, but then they say, so what, what watch have you got as well? So it's perfectly symbiotic, isn't it? If I can use a phrase. Yes, it is. It, it is. It is. It's um, my great friend and uh, singer reimagined uh, uh, cha- uh, chairman, Marco Boracino is at the helm and uh, just doing just fabulous, fabulous work. So uh, we're, uh, we're looking forward to showing some new stuff um, in the what coming about the months. Next- what about the next product? Is there anything, I don't know, reimagining Reva boats? I mean, they're pretty beautiful at the moment, but is there a product you could, you could, you think needs reimagining that hasn't been done that you can put the same amount of detail and love into? You're doing, you're doing pretty well. Yeah, anything. I've, 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 of course. I mean, I think uh, to singerize something has started to become. To singer, exactly. Yes, it's, to, it's a to, verb. To, what to, yeah. Um, and you'd be, yeah, there's so so much to do in so little time. And uh, so, you know, but the philosophy, modifying old stuff isn't Singer's philosophy. Singer's philosophy is, um, is, is, uh, is relentless understanding of our subject matter and, 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 and chasing to, to, to present a brilliant version of it. Um, or it could be creating our own stuff as well with the same philosophy. Um, and uh, it's, it's, it's a philosophy of um, doing stuff properly um, yeah. and, and, and perhaps better than anyone else in your chosen field. And I think that's, uh, I think that's the opportunity we have at Singer as we go forward, um, if we're talking about that a little bit. And I think, um, I think we have a, a lot of opportunity to take this philosophy that we've managed to show the world via the Porsche 911 and do other things with it, which is yeah. it's going to be quite exciting. And you do it incredibly well. Rob Dickinson, thank you so much for your time this morning uh, to chat about singer and for your time here on the Ultimate Road Trip podcast. Thanks, Rob. My pleasure. Thank you, James. C'est de rouler dans la rosée qui rend les bergères jolies Mais quand j'ai dit qu'avec elle je voudrais y rouler aussi Elle m'a dit Elle m'a dit d'aller siffler là-haut sur la colline De l'attendre avec un petit bouquet d'églantis J'ai cueilli des fleurs et j'ai sifflé tant que j'ai pu J'ai attendu, attendu, elle n'est jamais venue Zai, 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 zai Zai, 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 zai Zai, 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 zai Zai, 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 zai A la foire du village, un jour je lui ai soupiré Que je voudrais être une femme